Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to Set Free, Finding Your Truth. I'm your host, Kathy. Thank you for being on today. Um, so I recently finished a book and it hit me in a way I did not expect. So I wanted to do a podcast episode today to give you my 10, maybe it's 10, 8, 9, 10 tips or best takeaways from the book. So the book is called The 40-Day Sugar Fast by Wendy Speak. And don't let the don't let the title like lead you astray or mislead you. Um because I know I had conversations with people that were like, "Well, I'm not addicted to sugar. I don't need to do a sugar fast." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." Um but that leads me <laughs> to my first point about this book, you guys. Um so Sugar has been a, a huge thing in my life. Um, I think that's probably one of the re- main reasons why I started on my health and wellness journey because I had some blood sugar issues. I'm not diabetic, but man, did I have some blood sugar issues um, when I was younger, like seven-ish years ago prior to this journey and, and prior to that, like in my teen and college years. And I did not like to feel like crap. And I don't know about you, but feeling like crap is like the worst. It's the worst. Um, and after my dad died last January... I again became addicted to sugar, more so soda and energy drinks, which, hello, not good for you. And I did not like how it made me feel. Um, so this book sparked my interest by the sugar fast, but it really sparked my interest with the caveat, with the, like the plus one of having a spiritual transformation, because that's one thing that has definitely changed since my dad died too and shifted is my faith journey has so much increased. Um, and I feel, and it's on my heart and God put it there to share that with the world. So that's why this podcast episode is coming to you. Um, so if you have a chance, pick up the, the 40 day sugar fast, you can do it anytime. Please don't think it's a January one or a Lenten thing. Like it's totally something you can do at any point in time. So, so good. I will definitely do it again. Um, and you'll hear why in a little bit. Um, so Get a pen and paper because I want you to write down these tips. And yes, it's 10, 10 takeaways from this and four scripture verses. Um, so my first takeaway was it was never about the sugar. So it didn't take me long to figure out that this, this book wasn't about the sugar. Um, and I think it was a shift in my mindset and perspective because when, when I started my health and wellness journey, I was very, so very much so focused on the physical aspect of things, um, I'm addicted to sugar. I just need to deprive and restrict myself from sugar and I'll be fine. Blah, 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 blah. And maybe you're at that point in your journey. And if you are, no freaking judgment because we all have to start somewhere. But there's more to it than that. There is so much more to it, which leads me to my second takeaway. Fad diets are not going to set you free, you guys. Um, but God can if you turn to the right things. So this book really challenged me to look at what am I spending my time on? What am I thinking about? What am I doing? And is that serving me? Is that a God thing or is that a world thing? Um, yeah, that's like, it's deep. <laughs> it's deep. So reflect on that one. Uh, takeaway number three, transformation is not automatic, right? Like you're just not going to do like eat a salad one day and wake up and feel fantastic. And the scale is going to drop and it's going to be like, boom, I did it. No. Okay. Transformation is not automatic. It literally, you guys, in all honesty, 
took me until day 31 to realize on this journey that I'm like, oh, because when my mentality, when I started this journey and one of the girls, in my mastermind can attest to this, cause this is a conversation I had with her. And I'm like, I'm not giving up half. I am not giving up my Mr. Pib and Twix bar. If I want to have that, <coughs> excuse me, I'm just not like, nobody's going to tell me what to do. That's where the rebellious, stubborn me comes in sometimes and doesn't offer different perspectives. So I got practice what I preach and I had to open up my heart to new perspective and it took me until day 31. So there you have it folks. But seriously, like after day 31, I'm like, oh yeah, maybe, maybe I really do need to look at this, right? So we have to respect God's timing and not our timing when it comes to this. This isn't something that's going to be an overnight success. It's not going to happen right away, but you have to be consistent with it. Consistency is like the word. If there's one word you need to be with your life, it's consistent. Whatever you're consistent in, because you're consistent in things right now. Next question is, do they serve you or not, right? Um, so takeaway number four. Fasting is going to increase your spiritual transformation and awareness, okay? So I think a lot of times when we do a fast, we are so focused on, well, the scale's going down. Well, I don't feel so hungry, Right, we we think about we think about the physical things or the things that other people can read from us rather than looking at the inside things. How does fasting change your mindset? How does it change you spiritually? Do you have less brain fog? Are you able to, you know, have more energy? Are you like, oh my gosh, I'm really spending this much time scrolling social media for nothing? Oh my gosh, eye opener. Nope, not gonna do that anymore. Right? Like it really taps into your senses and your self-discovery if you allow it to. Again, what you focus on is what's going to grow, right? Because a lot of times fasting is synonymous with restricting and depriving, right? We focus on what we can't have, right? Like, like I did in the beginning of this. Nobody's going to tell me I can't have my Mr. Pib. Nobody's going to tell me I can't have a Twix bar. Uh-uh-uh, I'm not doing that, right? That is the mentality. And you guys, that was my mentality for a long ass time. It doesn't have to be that way. Offer yourself different perspectives. Uh, tip number, takeaway number five. And this one's a big one, you guys. Um, no sugar fix can fix you. Okay. So if we think that one thing is going to be the cure all end all, and I, I, I feel like I can speak from this because this was me for a lot of, a lot of the duration of my journey in the beginning was thinking that, oh my gosh, this is going to be the next best thing, right? Like this is going to be the answer. No, actually the answer you had all the time because it was inside you all of the time. Sometimes we need some resources. Yes. Don't get me wrong, but you know, joining this group or having this product or this supplement is not the answer. Okay. So please remember that. Um, no sugar fix can fi fix you just like alcohol can't fix you. Excessive shopping can't fix you. Excessive scrolling can't fix you. The only things that those things do is provide you temporary relief, sometimes super temporary. It's just a mask. And I'm very much an advocate for taking off the mask, being you, who you truly are. Get to the wrong reel of what makes you tick, what holds you back, work through that ish. All right, next takeaway. And kinda, kinda spins off the last one, okay? So you may love those things, right? So, so for me, like, oh, I really love my Mr. Pib. But the question is, do they love you back? Do those things love you back? Does alcohol love you back? How do you feel the next day? Honestly. What about shopping? What about scrolling? 
right? Do they love you back? And, and really, what is the void you're really trying to fill? I know it's deep, right? But we have to get honest with ourselves in order to change. Um, like I tell the ladies that I coach all the time, like you can cut off the branches of the tree all of the time. But if you don't attack the root and uproot that mother trucker, you're not going to see change that's lasting and sustainable for your life. You will not change your life if you just keep cutting off the branches. And if you keep band-aiding things, if you keep masking them and avoiding them, it's just not going to happen. Okay. Next takeaway. Lukewarm is never okay. You're here to be great. And I heard that in a sermon in church a few weeks back and it still sticks with me. Like God did not create us to walk around settling in the suck, being mediocre. Like he wants you to be great. So lukewarm is not okay. Comfortable is not okay. I really challenge people to get uncomfortable every single day doing something. This journey of a broken leg is uncomfortable AF, you guys. It's uncomfortable to try to shift around to get where I'm situated here where I can record a podcast. We literally live on our house. We have a main level, but we have like, we have a basement and a main level. And then we have an upstairs and then we have another upstairs. Like we literally have steps every stinking place you turn in this house. And it makes it hard to do anything. Being on crutches makes it hard to do anything. And my first initial thought all the time is like, F this, it's too hard. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I can do it. Take a deep breath, right? Like lukewarm is never okay. I'm not gonna be the average person who has a broken leg and decides like, what was me? Like, uh, I couldn't do it because I broke my leg. No, I will defy the odds. I will rise above. And you have the ability to rise above too. God put that in you. If you just tap into your heart, tap into your soul, forget what that looks like or to anybody else and pay attention to what it feels like for you. Right? Okay. Next takeaway. Be persistent and stop giving up when things don't go your way. Trust God's timing. And I think that that, that just kind of wraps everything up in a bow that I've been talking about with this broken leg journey. Stop giving up. Stop giving up when it doesn't go your way. Just stop. Stop pushing the easy button in life. Stop looking for instant gratification rather than the delayed, I put in the work, the blood, sweat, and tears, and I'm so proud of myself when I get to that end goal. And it's just an end goal, right? Like, remember, this journey is for life. All right, last couple takeaways. I already talked about cutting off at the root. Sorry, my notes. Ooh, wrote those when I was on the couch laid up here. Um, a physical detox, you guys, will never change you. That's why you see people starting and stopping, jumping ship on every single plan all the time. Because we focus too much on the physical. I highly, highly encourage you to start thinking about how things feel to you, start journaling, start tracking how things feel to you in order to get to the root instead of cutting off the branches. Stop looking for results yesterday or tomorrow or instantly. Start doing the real work because that's God's work. Okay. And my last takeaway, you guys, is I look at this shirt, this 40 day sugar fast, right? Like so many times. And if you listen to last week's podcast or two weeks ago, I get so messed up when I record these. Um, when you finish a challenge, right? Like a 21 day challenge or um, finishing this 40 day sugar fast. We oftentimes look at this as an ending, but actually it's a beginning, right? Like it opens up Pandora's box to like, what other things can I shift my perspective on, right? Like I didn't think I needed the sugar fast, but man, did this change me spiritually? Man, did this change my perspective on things? What else am I capable of? It literally opens the door. 
but you gotta walk through it. You have to challenge yourself to walk through it, right? So the scripture verses that I want to share with you as I wrap this up, and this is a little bit longer, um, longer episode, but I think it's so, so good. So um, the first scripture verse is Matthew 19, 26. With God, all things are possible. Uh, the second one is Hebrews verse 12, verse, I'm sorry, chapter 12, verse 1 through 3, which states, Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured on the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Considered him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary or lose heart. I love that. Okay. The third one is Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, which states, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. I just love that one. It just brings me so much peace. And the last one. Uh-oh. I didn't even look this one up. Darn it, darn it. Um, It is Matthew chapter 7. I love the book of Matthew, by the way. <laughs> Matthew 7, 7. Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened. Which just tells you that Keep asking, keep working, keep doing it, keep working hard, keep persevering. God will open a door for you. Just don't ever give up. All right, you guys, thanks for tuning in today. Have a wonderful day.